0: Grocery stores are where we purchase most of our food, $650 billion annually at 38,000 of them in America, $1 trillion if you count all retail food sales. Yet most people know almost nothing about how they operate or where the food they sell comes from. We do, however, count on their always being here. While food issues drive some of the most compelling stories in the news, after national and international crises, Everything from the gluten-free fad, the pros and cons of genetically modified foods, questions about food's possible impact on increasing gastrointestinal illnesses, food fanaticism, food recalls, anxiety about food expiration dates, eating disorders, the paleo diet, our $1 billion per day healthcare crisis, we remain more confused than ever by conflicting information we receive about the food we eat. Some of this confusion can be explored and clarified by looking inside a grocery store. The American supermarket is like no other retail store, and we use it like no other retail store, venturing out to buy groceries on average twice a week, every week, all year long, to feed ourselves. A family's biggest expense, after housing and transportation, is groceries, about 10% of its income. A small portion of the population grows some of their own food, but almost no one, or no family, fails to go to a grocery store each week. It's the only store most Americans have to spend money in. Those who can't get to one tend to be sicker than those who can, according to researchers who study urban and rural food deserts, places where there are no convenient grocery stores. Grocery stores are more than just places to buy food. They are, in a broader sense, a reflection of our culture. During the Cold War, for instance, supermarkets were a powerful symbol. With their dizzying array of processed foods, supermarkets came to be regarded as quintessential symbols of the triumph of American capitalism, writes Harvey Levinstein in Paradox of Plenty, a social history of eating in modern America. During the impromptu 1959 kitchen debate in Moscow, then-Vice President Richard Nixon pointed to the astonishing variety of goods available to Americans as evidence of capitalism's superiority, pooh-poohed by Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev. The next year, however, when Khrushchev and his pals visited a San Francisco supermarket, the expression on their faces was something to behold, writes Levinstein, quoting Henry Cabot Lodge, one of the hosts. Because they are a reflection, even symbol, of our culture, and thus a gauge of who we are, supermarkets illuminate what we care about, what we fear, what we desire. They offer a view of our demographic makeup, including how much money we have and how big the country is, not to mention how much it is changing. The grocery store describes the effects of global warming on farms from Washington down through California, the state of our oceans, and the health of our land. It is a showcase for the latest food production innovations, which is critical given the world's escalating population. And the grocery store is at the center of broader issues of how the food we eat affects our bodies and our body politic. All these issues, and countless others, come into focus when viewed through the American supermarket, food's last stop before it enters our homes. Though we aren't often reflective or thoughtful about grocery stores, they are in truth a barometer of our country's collective state of mind. Yet relatively little has been written about them, how they work, and what they mean.